live in three, two, don't fall into my litter box, Steve. Thank you for tuning in to Left Just. Anders Lee here with Alex Patak. We are joined this week by our European expert, Matthew Easton. Happy to be back for a second time. As well as our good friend, Steve Gerard. Hey, guys. Very funny comedian. Big Steve. We That's call him Big Steve around these parts. I'm average in height. <laughs> we are speaking today on the heels of, on the heels of, is that appropriate? Could it, could After it, the French election. And before it as well. Before, oh, before the, the parliamentary. No. Well, but we just had the French presidential election. And of course, Macron, is that how you say it? Probably. He took the cake. And... Uh, no good. I don't like him. I don't like Le Pen either. I think that's we share the the sentiment all around. Bad choices. So I want to start off by asking. Uh, well, for Steve, uh, you are French ethnically, right? Yeah. But I remember you telling me once you don't think of yourself as a Frenchman. That's right. That's right too. When yeah. I heard Steve was doing the podcast, I honestly just assumed he had a French character he was working on <laughs> that we were going to get to see. You guys are committed to talking about we can, politics. you know, go in and because <laughs> I, I, we thought, dabble. I'm, I'm, I don't know any about it. I am so dumb. No, no, it's okay. Especially, just, no, no, no. But I'm, I'm saying like I would love to not be. Yeah, but anyway, there was a very strong... for all of ignorance in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's going on now? What, what is happening? Now? Okay, I feel like I... I, I uh, so there's a... Well, Matt can fill us up. There was a runoff, and uh, the dynamics there, how do they play out? We got Macron and Le Pen. Oh, uh, yeah, were... uh, Marine Le Pen, the uh, sort of right-wing populist candidate who a lot of people compared to Trump. And that's a woman. Uh, that is a woman, okay. yes. Okay. Uh, she was the candidate of the National Front Party, founded by her father, who was uh, Jean-Marie Le Pen, who was uh, known for being a famous uh, Holocaust denier and uh, general anti-Semite. Uh, she tried to distance herself from her father, kicked him out of the party, uh, but was still, you know, the far-right candidate. Uh, and she was facing off against, at first there were about a dozen other candidates, but the top two progressed to the second round. It was uh, Marine Le Pen and then... Uh, Emmanuel Macron, who was the former uh, Socialist Party uh, Minister of the Economy, but who became an independent, ran as a, a centrist independent. And uh, a lot of people comp compared him to Hillary Clinton because he was, uh, well, his policies, very middle-of-the-road Clintonite policies. He's a former banker. All right. And uh, he ended up winning with, uh, basically he won two to three. The polls had him leading. Le Pen has a very... Uh, so the centrist candidate right. won, uh, but not really because anybody liked him, but because people didn't like... The other one. Yeah. Which is Le Pen, the one that no yeah. one liked? Yeah, Le Pen, she... no one liked her. I mean, 30%, 30% of them really liked her, but okay. then the other 70% did not. Well, so, sure, the former prime minister of France, Hollande, Francois Hollande... The current president. So Macron hasn't been inaugurated yet? Uh, no. I thought he did on this past Sunday. So the lady lost. The lady the lost. The lady All lost. Right. Uh, Hollande, four percent, four percent of approval ratings. Um, how soon do you think it will t be, take for Macron to be as unpopular? Because uh, this Hollande guy came into office. We talked about it in the last France episode, but he came to office with these big promises. Uh, we're gonna do all these things. Then the EU, the European Union, is like not so much. 
This guy, Macron, isn't even promising anything. He's just pro- he's promising more austerity, more cuts, more deregulation, more what, of what the EU wants. He's an investment banker, right? Yeah. No. Uh, he'll become unpopular almost immediately, I'm sure. And he, uh, again, people voted uh, uh, against Le Pen, not for him. Yeah. And this is evident because... Uh, you look at the he he did much better in the election than the polls said, and that's because there was a high people like assume that when there's a, a far right candidate that that candidate has like uh, secret support, like people who are ashamed to tell the pollster that they're voting for Marine Le Pen. Yeah. So the shy supporters, true blooded Frenchmen. But actually, it was the opposite. It was all the shy supporters were like left wingers who were like, "I'm not gonna vote. I'm gonna fucking cast a null vote." Secretly, I'm Banksy. <laughs> but secretly, they were gonna vote for for. The banker. They were going to vote for... That's a little bit of wordplay there. Wow. But But, So for the the left now, because um, it it was tough because, like, Le Pen... um, What does this matter? Like, like if France... What does this affect... This, and, uh, Basically, we could have had like Trump in France, but, but, but now we now everything's going to be exactly the same and normal like it was anyway. So, but even if there was Trump in France, and I don't mean to sound ignorant, but again, I think I am. What if Trump did win in France? What would anything change? You know, if France I mean, not sank, for would, you, right? That's but like, there's well, millions of people the, in France. Yes, yes, yes. There's the always a fear of just like a domino effect of a rising tide of fascism. But yeah, okay. And also, you know, is France? Um, mm-hmm. What's another word for important? Well, no, is France important. I mean, if, if France became fascist, that would uh, just be one more one more domino, or. Well, yeah, that would be the idea. Where maybe, like, after a few of these people take power, we all uh, get uniforms we have to wear and stuff, and it's like you live in a Catholic school, right? Yeah, my I, understanding of fascism I, is it's like living in a Catholic school. It also it is a global economy, and uh, what happens in France has a ripple effect towards with its uh, trading partners. Okay, um, and, it, and there's also a a global sort You're of smart as shit. How do you know all this? Do you uh, follow it or do? You, I have, I have no interesting answer to that. <laughs> well, you don't need it. <laughs> You've walked right into his trap. Uh, no. I believe we covered this a bit last time, Matt. You, you're not. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, a modest. I, I'm a political science major, but okay, that, okay. Be, that means nothing, though. Well, it means you look into these kinds of things, and that's your interest and your that, hobby. It's my interest. You, you're not a pure-blooded Frenchman like Steve, but I, you're doing this uh, out of the goodness of your own heart. Out of the, yeah, I just find it interesting. I just think it's neat. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's neat, oh. I think. Yeah, much like my whiskey. <laughs> a tip to the hat to the gentleman listening. No ice. So the in France, now, I mean, the, with Le Pen. She, Are you a, how do you know about this shit? He's friends with Matt. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, generally the podcast is about socialism. So oh, it is. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Usually we don't see I'm we don't so discuss this in uh, at, in comedy. We don't. No. <laughs> have you ever... I think these are important questions to yeah. broach as to why we're covering the topic. We did know? the first okay. time I met you. I was on. I just went on stage and opened mic and started talking about Uzbekistan, and then we. It was Brazil, right? Yeah. I told a what I represent some people who are dumb. Some people might consider an educational joke, but they didn't quite. Uh, respond so well to it normally as you know i don't go too political uh in my comedy but there was this was after the impeachment of dilma rousseff of more Brazil. like dilma kusalef kusalef yes <laughs> that was my joke because she was overthrown in a coup so i said dilma kusalef no one got it except for matt 
That's who we met. Uh, anyway. Makusa. Wait, so what happened is Matt did a joke about Uzbekistan, and then you approached him like, uh, adoring fan here. <laughs> oh, so I just went up just on stage friendship. just to say, hey, who wrote that joke? Because, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Who's on your writing team? Do you guys ask me this because my last name is Gerard? Well, I knew you were well, French. And we I thought d- you were a stand-in for all of France. Yeah. And I don't think that's wrong. Um, but we also but do want to get to some... Now we're seeing that you're more of a stand-in for the common man, which is just as good, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, are France explaining, we are France-splaining what is going on in your homeland. If you guys could uh, see Steve's outfit while we call him the common man. <laughs> He's he wearing cowboy in. boots, a shirt that's covered in puppies on clouds. <laughs> He's not wearing the hat anymore. And a leopard... It, just leopard a print, zebra. zebra. A zebra. It's a zebra. Zebra. cow. It's a cow bucket hat. Obviously. Okay, this is a cow. Obvi- this what is like a zoot like hat. That. This is. It's, a- I'm trying to give my personality steroids, <laughs> and, and I, I'm trying to dress more like what I want to be, which doesn't exist yet. So you know, I'm trying to build it from the outside in. Well, you're a you trendsetter. Yeah. You're the common man of the future, and that's why you're a valuable guest. Right. This is content. you are what people are going to be like in 2032. Anyway, so in France, there's a growing austerity movement. Le Pen, who is the fascist, didn't want to cut as many things. Am I right in that? Or that's what she said anyway. Yeah. So so is it good in some ways for the activist left that you have someone who's not going to be focused on Islamophobic policies, who's not going to be focused on, you know, uh, deporting immigrants and that sort of thing? Uh, and that way they can focus solely on Lena Dunham raps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pr- probably I would, you know, it's the accelerationist choice, you know, more of the status quo is just going to drive people crazy. Yeah. And it'll be good for the far left. It'll be good for the far right too. It'll also be good for the far right. And I huh. guess that is my concern with these kinds of things is at least under Trump, everyone is panicking, but a lot of the people who were very pro-Trump before are becoming quickly disillusioned, um, and it's kind of... I, I feel like things are very tense in America right now, but uh, it, uh, his power base kind of seems like they're sad cowboys, and that's my favorite kind of cowboy. <laughs> well, yeah. And so what has the reaction been... As far as Francis Cowboys of the fascist far right, uh, after her defeat, what? How is <laughs> how is National Front regrouping? Well, it's been very entertaining. Basically, within uh, 15 minutes of the results being announced, uh, Jean-Marie Le Pen, the candidate's father, who was the leader of the National Front since its founding up until uh, she took over, he immediately attacked her, said that she had that she lost because she hadn't been extreme enough, and he had called for the resignation of the. Uh, of Marine Le Pen's uh, number one lieutenant, uh, a guy named uh, Florian Philpot. Florian uh, Philippot. His name isn't Philpot. His name was Paul Pot. <laughs> uh, Florian Philippot. He, oh, and he was. Uh, Philpot was what? Basically, he ran Marine Le Pen's campaign. <laughs> He's also a, a a gay man, so that oh. probably John Marie Le Pen didn't really like him anyway to uh, begin okay. with, because he's like a traditionalist Catholic. Right. Milo type. And then, uh, so he blamed him for them losing. And then uh, Philippot came back and said that the reason we lost is because we were associated with you and your uh, history of Holocaust denial. And we're actually going to, like, change the name of the party from the National Front to not be associated with you anymore. And it was looking like there was going to be a clash in the party. 
uh, between like the family, between Marine Le Pen would go off and form her own new party that would be like a sort of nationalist populist party. Uh-huh. And then Jean-Marie Le Pen and Marion Le Pen, uh, his granddaughter, Marine Le Pen's uh, niece, they would start, their, they would start, they would keep the national front and just turn it back into what it was before Marine Le Pen came along, which was like a traditionalist Catholic conservative party. So how, like Carlos. How bad was it? Because, you know, you hear some of her interviews and stuff and it seems pretty bad. How huh. bad was it under her dad that she made it more digestible? He would just make like Holocaust jokes out of anything, like no matter what that you was said. Just in, in lieu yeah. of giving speeches, oh. he would just riff about the Holocaust. It's like Basically. Mike Huckabee's Twitter yeah. feed, but as oh. a man running for office oh. all the time. <laughs> but then a weird thing happened in uh, oh. Marion Le Pen. Like John Marie Le Pen is like ninety years old. Mm-hmm. He's too old to lead the party, so yeah. they figured that like Marion Le Pen, the the young niece, would be the leader of the party, if like she had to like challenge her aunt. Right. But then she announced that she was uh, retiring from politics at the age of 28. So that sort of diffused the whole thing that happened like a couple of days ago. The retirement age is very different in France. Should no. Could they do a thing where the they... The welfare state is fucking great. No. <laughs> yeah, they want to tear it apart. No. <laughs> Maybe they could do a thing where they put his brain in her body. And then they run huh. a, uh, a... Well, she's retiring now, so... Right. Well, yes. they could. she could retire her brain. They could swap brains. Uh, they can't do that. So do you think well, that things are... They have socialized still, medicine. They could be totally covered. Matt, do you feel still feel that things are leading to a different sash, fash, clash? Well, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, uh, uh, five years or however long the term is, I think it's five years, uh, of, the, of, the fr- of Macron in office will lead to, uh, uh, you know, more discontent and uh, more activity on the far left and the far right. So we'll see again in, in five years what will happen. When the, I don't think he'll get re-election r- regardless. When was the election? Uh, Last Sunday. Oh, okay, okay. Or this past Sunday, yeah. Okay. Um, And there's a parliamentary election coming up next month. And what are the contenders there? Because is Uh, En Marche in in line to uh, pick up? That's Macron's party, En Marche, right? And they changed their name to uh, Republicans En Marche. Oh, God. So Republicans Forward, which is kind of a terrible name. I'm sure they'll change that eventually, too, because the conservative party is called the Republicans, too. So it's very confusing and inconvenient. But... uh, Actually, go ahead and the last poll, the last poll uh, done by Harris. Last poll. Last poll. Wow. So uh, in March, got uh, 29% of the vote. This is an opinion poll. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, The Republicans, the like Normie Conservative Party, got 20%. The National Front uh, gets 20%. Uh, Unsubmissive France, the ones we want, uh, the the left-wing party, 14%. Uh, The Socialist Party, the old center-left party that's yep. sort of been demolished uh, is running at 7%. Uh, Greens at 3 uh, the French Communist Party at 2 and the Trotskyites at 2 I love that the Trotskyites and French Communist Party have different parties. <laughs> hmm. I rules. mean, Trotskyism and Stalinism are very different. It's yeah. true, but it seems like they'd really be passed around the same very small group of There's people. There's actually two Trotskyite parties. Actually, there's like three, but there's only two running. Oh, my no, God. No, Trotsky, that's the one that comes from the, the, the ceiling, or is that the one that grows from the, the, from the ground? You're thinking of stalagmite. <laughs> oh, shit. You're thinking of stalagmite. Although that's Trotsky was killed by an ice pick. So. Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah, in Trotsky. Mexico. Oh. Right? Trotsky, okay. the one that comes from the ground. He did grassroots, yes. <laughs> uh, well, Wait, so great, the, great this diet. was something Mellon shown 
did back in 2012 was he kind of united a lot of these far left parties, right? Uh, well, he got the Communist Party on board uh, in his campaign, at least. Uh, the thing about the Communist Party, this has actually been a, a source of controversy. So, uh, uh, Melon Khan is basically known as like a control freak. Uh, and so he wanted like the Communist Party to come on board and like support him, but like be totally uh, submissive to him. Yeah, that's his theme with him. <laughs> Together and uh-huh. not submitting to France. Uh, I love all the bondage words in the left party. We're like a very sexy people. Submit is part of the uh, the party name? Is that what you said? Well, his new party is called Unsubmissive France. Unsubmissive. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And so he wanted the Communist Party to just sort of melt into this new party. Yep. And he sort of, but he sort of went over their head and announced that like, Unsubmissive France will be running candidates in every district in the upcoming election. And the Communist Party was like, well, what about and like the like the what he was trying to like force into happening was like, I'm gonna run candidates in every district. So if you want to like run, you have to be a submissive France candidate. Uh-huh. But the communists were like, we don't want to run under your banner. We want to run under our own banner because, I mean, frankly, they have slightly better branding, but they have more history. They have you mm-hmm. know, a lot of a bigger organization. But they are a sort of uh, Stalinist party, or they have at least a pretty strong Stalinist tendency. I'd say there's basically no difference between them and Melon Khan at this point. Okay. But uh, do you think they, they, they just don't want to – they want to keep their own identity and their own name, and he d- does not want that to happen. Yeah. And so there's been playing chicken with each other. He was saying, well, maybe we can negotiate, and maybe we can, like, you know, we won't run in all the seats where you have incumbents, and you can try and get election that way. But it looks like uh, the latest news is that that's broken down and so that the, the far left, the unsubmissive France and the French Communist Party will be competing against each other. Uh, so that's bad. I mean, the one good thing is the French Communist Party isn't that popular. They're pulling at like 2%. So so unsubmissive, because uh, Mélenchon said that, then this is, again, the far-left candidates who ran to the left of Macron, ran to the left of the Socialist Party. Um, he said that he's kind of done with politics, right? He's not... I didn't hear gonna that. Going to run again? That's what I heard. But things are moving very fast, but yeah. I didn't hear that. I, I mean, he's... I, I, He's like a megalomaniac. I mean, I love him. He's great. Right. But he'll be, I imagine he'll be in politics until he's dead. Yeah. But it would be kind of good if he kind of left. I mean, because he, obviously, it's very good that he was able to do this. Let me uh, just chime in in for a a second. Matt, you got to stop pedaling because you're panting really heavily into the microphone. Oh, sorry. (laughs) That's okay. Trying to lose weight. That's okay. All right. Andrew, continue. I'm sorry. I feel like while you were, are you in politics? Do you want to get into politics, or are you? Uh, uh, no, I hate politics. Really? Oh. I hate taking a man of so many dualities. I hate, I hate, like, I like observing it. Yeah. I don't like being on the inside. You should be on I the inside. I just like to watch. A, I liked watching your pedal, your thinking, and also... The political cuck. Like a duck. What? Oh. Political cuck. Political cuck. Oh. You seem like you're um, thinking, and your feet were... You know what I mean? What's the metaphor? Yeah, You're turning out. the gears of your turning. mind and turning the gears yes. of the bike. And oh. like a duck, with its under, its feet are under the water, you know it's thinking too. Actually, yeah, I'm hot as shit now. I've got to take off my hoodie. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I like he that you're enjoying the really bike. It's just should, things. You know. Not to change the subject. I don't know what the subject is. Well, I was but, just... Uh, but it, what, how do you guys feel about um, Trump? Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyone pro-Trump here? Well, I don't know what to believe at this point. Uh, I'm against him. Uh, I think I do. I was thinking, I think, comedically. Uh, oh, here we go. He's very funny. 
I still think he's very yeah. Funny. It's funny to not, but I I've I haven't made any Trump jokes. I don't really plan on doing that many, but I think he has started to influence my stage presence. Just being the confident, being a confident idiot is almost always funny, right? And uh, so that's something that I think um, performers funny. are wise to emulate. Uh, but <laughs> Melon Shone, another confident guy, not smarter than Trump, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he, if he dips out, I think. I mean, obviously, I think his candidacy was really good because it shows that there is something to the left of the Socialist Party in France that is really popular and is can contend and did better than the Socialists. But his own politics are somewhat uh, xenophobic, right? He's a, he's a not a big fan of Muslims, from what I gather. Well, he uh, he's a, he's an advocate of. Uh assimilation yes uh, which most people in france are probably with less reserve about it than most on the left are but uh and he's slightly skeptical of immigration not as much as a marine le pen but yeah but it would be great to get somebody or a party or you know a leader of a party who was um had macron's uh, rhetoric about multiculturalism or whatever but was not a uh, an economic liberal they were a revolutionary um, Marxist candidate. Right, listen, hold on. You know? I think, can I say something that I th- just thought about you? Is I think it's very good sign that you would not want to be in politics. Like, I think that's like a re- very, uh, me- that's like a... I mean, I'm still a horrible person, just in a different way. But, right, but the the humility there, man. Yeah, I mean, I want to, I want to, I like, would like to wield dictatorial power, but I just wouldn't want to campaign and like have to pretend to like people. You don't want to have to get there. So I don't want to do politics, but for the worst reason, because I just don't want to. You would uh, like to be a behind dictator. the scenes guy. I don't want to be a dictator. What about a Carl Rove? Yeah, thing? exactly. Do that. Yeah, just lurk in the background. But the maybe you maybe you do go into politics and you never and you be transparent with like your intentions. Like, look, I'm I'm no good. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm here for the worst reasons. Vote for me. I think a lot of people would. Here's look, the way I, you do. Like, I, I don't strategy. know who's yeah. telling the truth or whatever. But if a guy says oh. that, at least I know like, well, oh. he's he's the devil and he's saying it. Here's the strategy. Here oh. is the way you do it. Anders runs for office. You stand behind Anders with your hands oh. folded in a triangle, tapping your fingers and plodding. So he's the face. Oh. And he's shaking hands and being like, Anders Lee here, I got a lot of great ideas that I've thought of, and my name is not Matthew. And you'll be like, tell them my name isn't Matthew. Good, good. All is going according to plan. And now the third district, or whatever district you're doing. Is it that something that third. could happen? It could be the third. We'll start at one. I feel like that's how it goes. Oh. Uh, you'll flub the I first agree two. To that. But by the third, you'll get what about you? <laughs> I Yeah, do you want to be? You seem like you are already. Do you want to be a pretty face for a terrible be... machine? <laughs> Well, you guys can't do this. Like, just talk about politics your whole life. Got to get in it. Because uh, well, you know, I just, stop Bob, waiting on the sidelines with your uh, podcast. You must, you must go in it. I, I don't. No, think, I, think I want to being... open space for more uh, women in POC. Ooh. So that's why I will not run for office. representation. Yeah, that's why. Well, this watching. doesn't count Matt Somebody out as a office. I don't. You, we don't need any more. We've had enough. Melancon- uh, Macron. Macron announced his uh, slate of candidates today, and it was. Uh, he has a fifty uh, percent women, right? Yeah. Wow. Listen, Which, why are you babe in, alert. doing anything? How could you take that mentality just to politics and then divorce that mentality while you're doing comedy, while you're ordering a coffee, while you're fucking uh, yeah. putting yourself in the world at all? 
Because I he lynch yourself. Anders offers like a very unique white boy take on poli- on a comedy that we wouldn't see otherwise. It's true. Like, it's like huh. an eighties revival. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean there? <laughs> Wait I a don't second. I think I would be electable for a lot of reasons. Uh, do you want to go into one that of at which, all? Well, doing comedy, I think would. But you're yeah. proclaiming me. you're electable. By having a podcast, I, it's not a elect- but it's that not about being electable. That doesn't just, mean that someone's <laughs> got to elect to fucking listen to this. Uh, sure, but that's not the same as voting for a representative. It seems like the common related. man really wants you to run, Anders. Maybe this and, is a sign. Too. I mean, I'm just saying you guys are, seem very smart, and my God, if I don't know, maybe you guys should go into politics. What are you doing? I mean, you're on a bike. Like, we, you should be, you should be running. You should be. Uh, I feel like you'd be very uh, effective if uh, in something. I, I got gaydar for people's effectivity. Right. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at I'm, you. And I'm looking at you. You know what I mean? I, I mean that as a compliment. I, I, I know you. I know you're being like uh, you, you're saying you're evil and shit, but. You can't be as evil as a guy who doesn't even know he's evil. You know what I mean? One of the Republicans it's who fingers a boy's asshole in a motel room after right. condemning people for for wanting to do that. That's true. I am not a child molester. Yes. You hit it here first. What? You yeah. You hit it here first. Left chest exclusive. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Yes, thank you very much. Yeah. You should go. You're what, 25? 26? You're like oh, what? That, 17 years old? flattery right there. <laughs> Are you 30? Uh, you're uh, like 16 basically. years old? I'm 29. I'm 29 too. Um, uh, oh, I'm, I'm flattered. You're both 29. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean you to so much line club. I'm, I'm just saying I, I get it. You know, 29. Oh. I totally know that how that feels. That's I'm a sex right number. Now. 29. 69 yeah. is mine. Not if your body's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, if your body's fucked up. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, where you, people understand. I'm flattered in my own way that no one thinks I should run for office because this has come up before. <laughs> no one con. <laughs> uh, but you, you seem to be more about the fun. Yes. Then the information. I'm on your side. I Thanks, hope. Steve. If I'm not on your side, I'm on no side because I got no idea who the fuck Macron is. You, you the left a, of the left. Let me let me let yes. me let me Melon, put this here. Melanchone. Macron. Did is you know the, anything at all about the French? No. Ele- you didn't even know it was happening. No. When you guys were doing messaging on Facebook, I thought that was a goof, <laughs> and you guys were literally making up the names <laughs> like Macron. I get like macaroni. Like, yeah, like macaroni. Believe Yeah, the now. best meme. This. Election was worth it for that meme where it was like the penne pasta versus the macaroni pasta, and oh, it was like, oh, yeah, versus yeah. Macro- it was great. I saw a thing where uh, someone got arrested for approaching uh, Le Pen or some fucking video on fit. Yeah, they, oh, they throw flour on Yeah, is that what happened? Yeah, they they throw flour on people a lot. I did like that uh, Le Pen's entire media uh, brand seemed to be scowling in a distance. <laughs> That's her whole image is like the emperor from Star Wars. (laughs) Yes, that is a contrast with Macron, who uh, charismatic guy, slick. Also, he's 39. His wife. Sex number. Yes. Another sex number. His wife is pushing another sex number. 69. His wife is in her 60s. I think she's like, what, 64 or something? She said 69. She might be 69. We just wanted to say it. She better be. How old is she? Uh, she was old enough that uh, she was his teacher when he, uh, she met him in high school. Yeah. And he had a lot to learn. <laughs> I mean, people are making fun of it. I don't think there's anything wrong with joking about it, but I also don't it's, have uh, the an only, issue. Actually, it's the only really. thing I really like about him. Yeah. He, like, do you guys think we should do a joke about it? I'm, I'm going to 
passed, but I, I'm open to hearing other people's jokes. What's the fucking... Hey, hey, do you know who passed a was guy who young did, Macron fucking his teacher? Macron is 39. He's got a wife who's 64. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was his teacher in high school. Is that right? Yeah. Is that what you guys have been saying? Yeah. <laughs> See, at some point, it's just you not listening, Steve. This I, well, I, get, I get it. I, get, uh, I hear three words that my teacher... You, you read a book... If it's got three words you don't know on the page, you say, this book is not for me. <laughs> now, if the book is being <laughs> read out loud. That's not a rule. That's not a thing people say. That's the thing that I was told. And, it, <laughs> and, and it's the thing that I've been doing. But I do have a listening problem. and I'm. I, uh, oh, that's okay. All right. Let's, we, we, let's tie this back it. to France. What, what, what uh, predictions can we make about France um, and the upcoming political landscape? What else is it going to affect? Is it, how is this going to play into the EU Right now, oh, well, he'll just do whatever the EU says. Macron will, and he, during the campaign, uh, he said, like, someone asked him, uh, "How will you, uh, you know, go up against Angela Merkel and fight for France's interests?" And he's like, "I won't go up against her. We're gonna because uh, I like her and she's great." And so, yeah, he'll bold just, statements. Yeah, he'll uh, do, uh, you know, whatever the EU wants. So, mm-hmm. is Merkel? Merkel is the German woman, right? Yes, oh, right. good, very good. Uh, thank you. And uh, is she? Is she? How do you feel about her? Is she a positive person, or uh, she's uh, she's a big advocate of well, she hasn't really had to do austerity, but she, she likes austerity for other she, people. Yeah, yeah, she's so she's all the countries in the EU are in the eurozone, so they all share a currency, and she's kind of what she's basically the what would you call her the head of the EU or the the, the de facto head the de yeah. facto head of the EU. So in Germany, uh, they can they have a strong. Euro or the their economy's doing their economy is doing pretty well, and they invest a lot in their economy. They export they a lot of in jobs. Yeah, they. And we're talking about Germany or Europe as a whole. Germany. Well, right, we're, now. right now we're talking about Germany. They yeah. they invest a lot in their economy. They pay for education and stuff. Okay. But because they're in the same currency zone as other countries, it's not good for them to have other countries doing the same thing all the time. So, like in Greece, for instance, who they were like bankrupt. And uh, they get a new government. They go to the EU and they're like, hey, we got to we got to invest a little bit. And she was like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. You can't do like we do. You got to cut, cut, cut. And uh, they're screwed. So the argument is that their success is off the back of other people's failure. Germany's. Yes. Well, in EU, you have to like have your balance, your your budget balanced, kind of not exactly. But basically, you have to have your budget balanced. In Germany, it's balanced because their economy is very good. But if you're in a country where your economy is not very good, like the only way you can balance your budget is to like just cut healthcare and education and everything. And so she's telling them like, you need to all uh, cut your, you know, I balance bet, your budget. Okay. I bet in Germany, the word for balancing a budget is very long and funny. And boy, do I wish I had that now. Do you know what the long German word for kitten is? Hmm? You got long. Do I know what what is? The German word for kitten? No. It's cats and baby. <laughs> no. Wait, baby is part of it or you're calling yeah. me a baby? No, it's cats and it's baby. It's cats and baby. Cats and baby. <laughs> kinder is child is kinder. That is also true. Do you yeah. know in like Germany, the bars. Germany not, not, not to derail this. Um, for is the German dating app kinder? For children. Hey! I am not a pedophile. What a fun podcast. No, it's for children who want to date other children. That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, they like have awkward first kisses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Macron's wife was on. They got, though, they can't sell candy to kids with kids on the candy. Like, they can't use pictures of kids to sell the kids. 
That's smart. And uh, <laughs> did I? Yeah, I guess ethical. I yeah. Well, but then it's like as a kid, more likely to buy a candy with a kid or with a like a cartoon frog. Right, right, you right, know? right. Either way, the kid's gonna get duped. Yeah. And filled with sugar. Maybe the the candies have to be like brown and uh, unappealing, like with an old lady on the front or something. That'd be more. You make it the very challenging. Surgeon yeah. General's warning: your kid is gonna get. Uh, Right, you, know. you have to make them do bad advertising campaigns. Fortune anyway. still wants the candy if it looks like dirt. <laughs> Somebody was I telling didn't me. I think so. so who was telling me in Germany, they um, are just very blunt with people. So they'll just be like, uh, "Oh, you look like shit." Yeah, like that's. The, the, uh, but to them, that's like a polite thing to do to remind honest. people. Yeah, to be very honest. It's impolite to not to be blunt. totally honest all the time. Yeah, I am not German. I'll tell you, I am a cowardly, lying... You're a cowardly lion. You're a Frenchman. You're a cowardly lion. <laughs> but anyway, speaking That's of That's why Europe, we wanted you on the show, is because you're so fucking French all the damn time. Yeah, well, there you go. This is good for me to know why I'm French. And it's Stop the, hiding from yourself. God damn. I, Get I out of to, the trenches. But uh, anyway, speaking of Europe, Just, we go across the channel. Old land uh, United Kingdom. We got a... <laughs> Snap election going on right now. Snap. Snap. And I'm not talking like beat poetry, folks. This is a surprise election. Not the good snap. Right. And not the program snap where people get food. Not like food stamps. Yeah. Like a surprise test. I had more to say about the Kinder chocolate. Do you uh, want to say it now and I can edit it into the other rant like it's not <laughs> derailing Anders? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, the, the, just, just say it. Just say it. It's going to kill me if I don't. Okay, get it out. Get reveal it out. why. Because I don't want to just bark out a stupid fact. Please do. <laughs> uh-huh. The um, the chocolate Kinder. You were familiar with the chocolate Kinder? It's delicious. Kinder bars. Yeah. Kinder bars. Kinder bars. They have a child on the front, and the 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 man who made it made a Kinder. His name is Kinder. He's using his own name. To sell the chocolate. I'm not sure why there's a boy on the front, but he's using the word child, which is illegal in that country to sell to kids with the oh, word kid. But okay. he's like, my name is Kinder. So it's just if Julia Child was... Exactly. Yeah. Selling it's like George PlayStation made PlayStation. <laughs> that yes. is... Uh, wow, that's or, like uh, a, Mr. Peanut and Planter's Peanuts. Mr. Peanut. That's <laughs> It's the luck of the draw at that guy. point. But you know who else was uh, a child at one point? Young Jeremy Corbett. <laughs> It was very long time ago. <laughs> uh, so he's this. You know about him? I'm sorry. No, I don't. Oh, this is interesting. He's, this is this where Anders was going earlier. This is another parallel uh, to the United States. British Bernie Sanders, basically. Okay. He gets, he wins the Labor Party uh, leadership. So the, he's in control of basically their version of the Democratic Party. Right. And he's a socialist and. Everybody in his party hates him. He loves yes. trains. Except for, yeah, I mean, the, the membership really likes him. The rank, oh. the people who voted really like him, but the leaders, all of the... Uh, Members of parliament. Yeah, they all don't, they despise him. They want him out. They think he's going to lose. And they've been trying to sabotage him for two years now. Okay. You uh, can look at it like this. In America, if you're on a train, it's because you're very rich. But in Europe, if you're on a train, it's because you're one of the people, you know? Kind of like if you're riding in a cella... It's like everything's backwards train wise, and then you really understand the loyalties there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, he um, has choo choo has now. There's now been a 
surprise election called. So the the pro, the current president, prime minister of Britain, is yeah, we'll start over, please. The prime minister, <laughs> prime minister means president. Same thing, basically. She's a conservative, okay. and uh, she decided on a whim that they were going to have an election like four years early, three years early. Oh, and, okay. Uh, so he is his approval ratings are very low. So it's not looking good. Do you think he can eke it out, Matt? No, not at all. You think he's going to go down in flames? Uh, I mean, yeah. It doesn't sound like he has I mean, very much support. Uh, yeah, yeah. But she's not very popular, though, right? Why is she doing that? Why is she trying to end her... To crush you know, him. She's like because, reasonably popular. Uh, the, the prime ministership works differently than how the presidency works in the United States. So even though he's not in charge of the entire government, he's still in charge of a lot of other positions because he's the leader of the labor party. Okay. So it's not the exact same as the Democrats and Republicans. Um, well, like if you were the, you know, if you could call an election at any time you want, yeah. you would call it when your like opposition is polling at the lowest. Oh, I so that okay. she's just called because he's polling she very called, badly. Sorry, she called an election for, for, for his position. No, for the Whole country, day. for the country. Oh, Everyone okay. votes he at once. Her own position is getting... It's like musical chairs. The, she, she'd yeah. call an election for parliament, which is an election for prime minister. Okay. No. Yeah. You've heard of exercise chairs. This is like musical chairs. Yeah. Uh, so do we think Matt, that she, um, that Corbin, is going to try to stay in the leadership after he loses? I mean, he is very politically un- unconventional, and if anyone was going to do that, it would be him. But I don't think he will, or or he, yeah, that it, you know, whenever a uh, Labor Party person loses a an election, they always, they usually always resign. I mean, you go back like you know. 40 years, it's a bit different, but mo- mostly when you suffer an election defeat and you're a party leader in England, you you step down. So that'll probably happen. So uh, who's going to fill in for him? Uh, J.K. Rowling. There really is if no other... Twitter, it seems like J.K. Rowling. <laughs> oh. There really is no other uh, like hard left candidate for uh, Labor Party leader. I mean, if there was, they would have run in Corbyn's place because Corbyn is like really old and kind of a weird guy. Uh, so there's probably no one sort of his of his ideology exactly that's going to replace uh him so it'll probably be like a more typical normie labor uh mp however unless they do away with the direct election of the leader and go back to like having mps elect members of parliament elect a leader which Mm. they might do but it would look very bad if they did that as long as there's going to be an election where normal party members can vote for leader uh, whoever runs and whoever wins will be beholden to like the Corbyn supporters, the Corbyn base. So they will have to court them more aggressively than they did in the past. So I guess uh, what I want to know, because we had a whole episode about Jeremy Corbyn where a guy wrote a book about him came on and uh, it was very interesting. Uh, but everything I've heard about him is in the frame of him being like British Bernie Sanders, where he mm. seems like something that would be very popular here. But in England, he's massively unpopular, and I don't really understand the criticisms of why as to any specific issue or any personality flaw. It just seems like he's getting blasted by the media, and that alone is enough to just ruin him. Corbin what? Jeremy Corbin. Well, yeah, the, the media coverage in England is almost universally negative about him. So if you have any uh, kind of insight oh, as guy. to that... Um, and Steve knows him. I mean, I don't know him, no one, but I've, I've seen him around. This, this is the guy right here? 
No, no. that. <laughs> is that Mark Ruffalo? What no, did no, you this show? Is, um, <laughs> Jeremy Piven. <laughs> From Entourage. Uh, Corbin? <laughs> you did this on purpose, and it's very funny. Corbin. Well, he... he so, labor huh. is deeply unpopular uh, among the general public in England, and a lot of that has to do with uh, the economy and the war and all that stuff. Um, a lot of the same reasons that Democrats are unpopular. Um, well, his part... I mean, his party being out to get him... Certainly doesn't help. That contributes. Yeah. Right. I think I think you would see the same thing with Bernie Sanders had he won the nomination. Right. Also, he is. And I mean, you know, uh, socialism's great. Marx is great. But not everyone agrees. And there are there is a certain uh, percentage of the general population in England who just in the UK who is sort of turned off by how left wing he is. Um, uh, a real Bob's your uncle. Yeah. I, I suppose. Uh <laughs> Well, I don't even get what the joke was about. Like, I don't even get—I <laughs> don't even know the whole reference. The whole—it's a thing, people. Everyone like has an uncle like that, and sometimes it's—I don't know why they say it. <laughs> I've not heard that locution either. Um, so there is this group <laughs> called Momentum, which no. uh, is not a party, but it is a a uh, organization that. Corbin is kind of founded, mm-hmm. which um, is his supporters uh, have joined, and they in America would be a pack, basically. Yeah, political action. So, is there a chance that he's going to take that and run, uh, go home and make his own party? Do you ask that having already an opinion about it? Do you already know an answer in your head? I don't know. Okay, I really don't. Sorry. That's why we're consulting. I kind of hope he, he does, but I don't know for sure if he's going to do it because if the if the Hard left, um, which includes a lot of people who are just getting involved in politics, um, if they leave the Labor Party, that's uh, that's a decent amount of people, and that also makes it so the Labor Party would be pretty untenable electorally uh, without them, right? Uh, that would be true. I, I would think momentum would be kind of a, a, a momentum-based party would be kind of electorally untenable as well. Yeah, they would sort of mutually destroy each other. Uh-huh. Are you guys saying attainable or? Untenable. 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 Now, you, what is it? Cannot untenable? be a tenant of that it party. It would not win. Yes, it's one of those um, three words you don't know on the page. So we're yeah. pretty much <laughs> onto a new page. So it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't type of situation. Yeah, I'm uh, a little bit more optimistic, and also I'm a little bit more. I'm a little bit less radical than you are, but I think it'll be it'll be like a, a normie Labour Party MP will be the new leader, but he'll have to. Because well, momentum he, is around, he'll have to like he'll be at the mercy of momentum, and he'll have to you know he'll okay. be influenced by them significantly. So, but but won't that person be unpopular with the general public as well, even maybe more than than Corbyn? Because I mean, that was a problem with Miliband, who was the last Labor leader who didn't really stand for anything. He was talking out both sides of his mouth, both bands of his mouth. Yeah. So it seems like. What do you mean there? <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. Wow. <laughs> Staying on subject, but retreating into a fantasy football type uh, analysis, what kind of blunder would Theresa May have to make to not just slaughter labor in the election? Uh, murdering someone, uh, probably not molesting a kid because she's a woman. Uh, right. So it would it has just, 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 just murder, just murder. Probably it has that whole sexy appeal to it that we were talking about earlier. Does she merit? Yeah. 
married a 15-year-old student. Yeah, if oh. she married... That'd be fair. She'd win. That's electable. Yeah, Macron pointed out when people make fun of him for having an older wife, he was like, hey, Donald Trump is 24 years older than his wife. Nobody talks about that. <laughs> Everyone oh, likes him. Yeah. He's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fuck yeah, people I, th- I think there's a certain amount of respect for a man who uh, who uh, is with an older woman a crone because uh, an, my crone an old crone? Uh, my wife a hag is um, is a symbol of uh, wisdom and uh, not a symbol of sex a man who dates a child for instance people think this guy just likes young eight-year-old pussy I don't and a predator yeah he's a predator this guy but a guy who dates up or marries up that far up has got to be in it for her mind. The wisdom. I've got to say, I don't like Macron, but his wife is pretty hot. I, is I, she hot? I would, I would fuck his wife. Yeah. And she's old. Do you want to? Yeah, lo- yeah. Do you want to get her up on Google Images? What's her name? Just go to M A C R O N wife. Yeah. Yeah. Macron's wife, young, is one of the options. Oh, she is a beautiful woman. You better show me a picture of Jeremy Piven right now, or I will regret this whole thing. She's bronzed. She looks like an unnatural color. She looks. So like she rolled around in the same it's oil that Trump. Trump did, yeah. Well, so I'm pretty. It's an expensive oil. Depressed about it, uh, about England. You wouldn't fuck her. You wouldn't. Today, maybe yesterday, but today. <laughs> no, no. I, I guess I, I would. Uh, depend if if um, you know, if she played her cards right. Anders, you have to know what she's like, personality-wise and intellectually. Yeah, think of her mind. <laughs> Exactly. You were just saying this whole thing about a cr- a crone's mind is a beautiful thing. No, it's a you, well. If you think wisdom is beautiful, sure. Uh-huh. But yeah, no. She was a teacher too. So. <laughs> she was okay. Yeah, he's like a he's uh, married to an older lady, certainly older, no doubt sure about it. it. You look uh, at both of them, you think she's the elder there. He does have stepchildren that are uh, older that are older than he is, well, or younger weird. than he is. What's what's the weird one? Whichever one the weird one. Older, <laughs> older would older be weird. Would be weird. <laughs> um, it's the only weird thing about the whole situation. <laughs> well, I'm I'm pretty those sad about it. I mean, I think uh, if Corbin loses, then when Corbin loses, let's just be honest. Yeah, <laughs> J- June eighth. That's going to be five years until they get another election, right? Uh, probably they you, they have them early pretty often. Yeah. So you're optimistic, though. You think they could um, get it together in the next couple of years and pull it off? Yeah. I got to be honest. <laughs> this stuff, I mean, it sure. depresses me in the abstract in that, you know, internationally uh, working people are being screwed over. But I can't imagine a way this will be affecting my life anytime soon. That's the camp that I'm coming from. Oh, you were at that same camp? Yeah. No, I don't. I wonder if this matters. If it no. does, I'm. I mean, it definitely does if you live there, for sure. sure. I, I agree with you. It doesn't matter at all. I watch this like I watch. I. I mean, I don't watch Game of Thrones. It's already in like season eight. I can't. There's no hope of catching up. Yeah. So I just I watch. Uh, you know, elections in other countries. It's, to me, it's purely entertainment. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Like. And there's in, more in my mind, sex. Like in the back, they, these people have lives, right. and they're like. You know their health hangs in the balance, but like really, I'm just I'm just watching it to be entertained and you know to see gilfs. Like that's all I care about. Do you do you feel uh, <laughs> do do, do you carry that lightness towards uh, our own country at all? Because I get oh. haunted. The thing that only thing that really haunts me about what's going on right now is like I keep thinking like, what if you know uh, someone nukes us? Like that could happen, right? Right. And well, now everyone that's wants very to. out of your yeah. hands though. 
That's yeah, like the thing so you should be hands, least should... active about because That's it's a great point. Um, I but mean, I the other know, stuff will affect own... the world around you. I don't though. give a fuck. I, that's the only one we that can makes stop me stop nukes. Well, we can try, right? Yeah, but can you? Just one to, and they would go for. A, I personally yeah, cannot. We gotta, well, so we'll find a way to get them to not do it. Yeah, that's very American of you, but I, I, I would love to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, to being defense, you know, like we'll shoot it out of the air. No, not just to. Diplomatically, but not, will we? We, I mean, uh, Trump is tweeting suck. Well, we suck have my to, dick to we gotta everybody. <laughs> He's he getting along with. I can't believe I'm defending Trump right now. But no, no, you're not. Here you are. I'm. You're right. You're helping me. Mansplaining to Steve. But this is. But is 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 isn't this uh, political climate in this country? Isn't this all show too? Because it seems so showy that it's almost like this shit doesn't even matter. Because like who, who like I Planned Parenthood is going to be defunded, which sucks. But it's like you can just throw that up with like, um, you know, it doesn't affect me. But I can only I can do that because I'm a guy. I, well, I do use plan. Right. Planet. Well, I mean, that 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 context essentially carried on for everything else. So like the deportation policy is not going to affect you. Right. Uh, police brutality very likely won't affect you. Mass incarceration won't important. affect you, but they still affect a lot of people you know. Maybe I mean you live in New York City, so yeah. I mean, and it's you know even if you don't know them, you maybe don't want bad I things to happen. I should give a fuck about France, and I can't. Or well, America, I mean, you could start with America. I'm gonna start with France. You gotta get a red, white, and blue shirt, my friend. That's also the colors, colors of, France. of France. I stand by my point, and I stand unsubmissive. Bust. <laughs> Bastille Day this Fucking year shit. is going to be really obnoxious. I'm already <laughs> project, predicting it. There are going to be a lot of libs who are um, going to be adoring Macron. Lib, libs. Adore. Yeah. Lib- liberal there doesn't mean the same thing as it does here. Well, to me it does. Well, you can't shorten it and assume that you know it's got the same weight. It does. Well, I, here's what I think. A lot of woke, pe- quote-unquote woke people who... Uh, you know, love Hillary Clinton and whatnot are going to have their Bastille Day parties where they're going to like kiss pictures of Macron and Trudeau. And you know what? They're going to drink martinis, which pretty much is just drinking vodka because that's what bougie people do. And it's very upsetting. Thank you for saying it. It's a, martini... a bad drink. It's a bad drink. Well, if, if you don't like uh, vodka, it's certainly a bad drink. Yeah, I'm not Eminem over here drinking my fifth of vodka. Driving. And then being, being dared, dared to, to drive. Yeah. yeah, you understand. You and I have that very, is that yeah. is that is uh, neither here nor there. I want to tell a very serious story about French politics. Uh, it, it actually is kind of funny, but not like not funny like this banter. But that's that's okay. kind of amusing. You'll, I mean, you're not going to get gold like this uh, twice. So, <laughs> one of the big villains for the French left is uh, former Prime Minister uh, Manuel Valls. He was Prime Minister up until just a couple months ago. He resigned to to run for president in the Socialist Party primary. He was the front runner. He was expected to win. And also, he was like, very much like Macron. He was like a, a centrist, third-way guy who wanted uh, you know, to balance the budget. Uh, he was expected to win the primary. He, in, a, in a surprise upset, he, he lost to like a, a guy who had been running in third place the whole time, uh, a, a very left-wing guy named uh, Benoit uh, Hamon. Uh, and then so... You know, the Socialist Party is a major party in France. Uh, Hamon was, like, running, you know, decently up until uh, Manuel Valls, like, went back on the, the contract he signed to run in the primary was, like, you'll support whoever wins. But he, like, went back on that, and he, and he endorsed uh, Macron. Uh, 
so that was, and then that caused basically the Socialist Party to collapse in the polls, and and Hammond ended up coming in, even though he's from the ruling party around there, he ended up coming in like fifth place with only six percent of the vote, uh, and so a lot of people, I mean, they blame him, they blame Valls for the bad performance of the Socialist Party and the Socialist candidate, uh, and they see him, you know, as like a backstabber. So after he, after uh, a Macron won, he announces that. Uh, you know, I have this new political party, Republicans forward or Republicans on the move. Like, uh, you know, I'm going to have this big all-inclusive, like all-party government because like, I want everyone to support me regardless of what party you're from. But if you want to be a, a minister in my government, you have to be a member of my party. And so like within like an hour, like uh, Manuel Valls was like, I want to switch and I'm going to be I'm going to run for your new party in parliament. And then like and then uh, Macron just said, like, we already have a candidate in your district. Yeah. And uh, so he couldn't run. But then it turned out today they actually don't even have a candidate in this district. Ah. Just, ah. Ah. Huge burn. burn. Huge so burn. Not gonna be in the I love that. Either? No. Why doesn't, why doesn't Macron like him? Uh, ideologically, they're very similar. Uh, probably just because he's like, you know, sort of a known traitor. And, the husk of a person. Wow. Well, it, it's like, uh, you know. He, he can't, you know, he betrayed the Socialist Party, so how can, how can he trust him? Hmm. He's like, like he's like did. the traitor. Yeah, basically. He knows he knows what it, what a shitty is because he's like the same. Yeah. Do you think it's maybe that they're so similar that he's disgusted with the reflection in the mirror? I mean, he's he's like the that, shadow creature. Probably not. Oh. Chateau. He also doesn't want to seem like. Uh, uh, Macro, I mean, the the current uh, socialist government, which is very uh, you know socialist in name only. It sort of went back on all of their promises. Right. But uh, the, the current government is very unpopular. So Macron is like trying not to appear like a continuation mm-hmm. of the Socialist Party, even though he was the economics minister for like the first half of, of uh, Holland's term. Uh, and today he announced all of his candidates for parliament and like 25 of them were current Socialist Party MPs. Uh, so so he's like he kind of looks like he's just a continuation of Holland. Right. He doesn't want to seem like that. So that's, that's why he doesn't want to have Holland's prime minister, like running for his party. Do you think maybe the energy that got Holland elected originally could have been put to better use with a more uh, ideological candidate? I remember, uh, I do want to come back to that question, but I remember I was in college when he got elected and I had a roommate who was very into like world politics and he was like a very European guy, but he was a conservative and uh, he's Polish. And when Hollande got elected, he threw a tantrum that the socialists were taking over again, just like they did when they made my family weightlifters. I definitely think that a, a forced uh, fitness policy uh, would have, you know, been better for France. Right. Yeah. Because they're so like they got wine bellies. Yeah, they, they should be juicing instead of whining. But it is kind of like Obama. And that was one yeah, of leave the, critics, the whining uh, to the libs. Well, it is one of the criticisms <sighs> of Hollande. I remember at the time was like. He's, uh, I remember there was an article called The Globalization of Hollow Politics. So it's sort of this, yeah, this sort of vague, uh, progressive rhetoric that isn't really followed through on um, by any really substantive proposals or any, you know, like he didn't really promise that much. Uh, People are just kind of excited to have um, someone nominally to the left in well, power, well, right? Hollan did promise like a, like a lot. He promised a pretty ambitious program of, of raising taxes and sure, increasing spending. Sure, but he spending. didn't want to stand up well, to the EU. Yeah he, to, yeah, he wanted to stay in the EU. Right. So if you if you say that, then you can, I mean, if you, you can say whatever you I want. I don't even think he really... He, and then just be like, well, the EU wouldn't let us. 
Do you think there is any path forward for that kind of uh, social spending while you're in the EU, or is it going to have to... Well, I think Melanchon, what he wanted to do, there was. Because he... So, in Greece, they they came to the EU and pleaded with them. They're like, please, please, please let us do this. Please. In France, what Melanchon wanted to do was go to the EU and say, hey, we want to do this. Uh, if you don't let us, then we're going to leave, which Greece never did. So if you go to the EU and you say, here, we have a backup plan. If you aren't going to let us do this, then, uh, you know, that I think is uh, tenable, as the, the word of the day goes. Many words of the day, many days in the week. Alex? My wife... Uh, is there anything anybody else wants to cover? We got to head out, Matt. Do you you have any guys last are words? smart as shit. And Alex, I didn't mean to leave you out of the. You're. A, you seem to be a very not. Alex, I'm, should I'm, run. I'm seeing this from below, but you guys should be, uh, especially you, should be uh, doing. Get, get, I think we're gonna make a podcast. <laughs> Maybe you're doing exactly. I should just. Ideally, just keep my mouth shut. Steve, I loved having you on. Thank you guys. Yes. For you're a real straight search. shooter. We need that around yeah. here. Thanks for being the common man, Matt. You got More anything uh, you want to add in? Before we close the curtain here? No. All right. God damn, I love your audacity. All right, that's another uh, show for us. Um, you know what? Keep like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. All that stuff. We're going to have good quality audio now, so don't be mad at me, please. Please? Okay, that's it for me. Left chest.